0: She is, folks, letting us know that this is being recorded. This is the podcast, the Crypto Maniacs podcast. I'm Jonko. That's Taskmaster. We are here for you for your questions and answers. It's Friday. It's the, it's the QA Q and A session here. Uh, but before we dive into it, let's just uh, let's just say that wow, the feedback from the, the Speak Network uh, shows were was pretty impeccable. Uh, lots of great feedback. People really enjoyed it. Uh, and we did break it into multiple shows, so no one didn't have to sit through three hours of listening to us ramble about how much we love 3Speak uh, <laughs> network. So um, <laughs> awesome stuff. Thanks again to, to Matt Starkers and uh, Dan Hensley. They call me Dan for, for hanging out with us this past week. But we're here for your guys' questions. we got a bunch of stuff to dive into. Uh, but before we do, we got to check in, see how Taskmaster's doing. How's the weather down in Florida? And how, how's, how's life on the blockchain, sir?
1: Oh, life's going well. I didn't realize we were that one side with our uh, broadcast the other day, but I guess we were. We uh, we really uh, believe in three speak, I guess you could say. I'm trying to get my computer here set, my laptop, and it's not playing very well with
0: just me ninja
1: today, kicking, so. man that's that's my technical uh, advice for anyone having trouble. i i i found when you ninja kick uh or you send uh try to make laptops into ufos and things like that they they don't they 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 don't crash very well they yeah. they tend to break apart but hey life life is good on hive um you know, the blockchain's going well, everything seems to be in order, no major disruptions, which is a good thing. We're, I guess, past the window from the hard fork. If I had to guess, I'm not a developer, but, you know, here we are, what is it, nine days later. So I guess if there were going to be any problems, uh, we would have seen them by now. Uh, I'm glad glad the show was, uh, on Tuesday was appreciated and enjoyed that much by the audience and and the viewers because i know you and i enjoyed it so uh for sure you know a lot of great things uh, over the next six months to one year with three speak and you know we'll try to keep bringing on guests who can really uh provide some insight as to what's going on with hive and the future
0: of hive yes sir beautiful so without any further ado uh, let's uh, let's get into it. We got a few questions from you guys. Uh, remember that each and every week on Friday we try to get these done. Uh, Q and A sessions where we, we go on the high blockchain. Usually it's on CPP chat, and we just ask for your feedback and uh, what you would like uh, answered. And we and Task uh, go back and forth, uh, giving you our non-financial best advice we possibly could give. Trademark, I don't. Need Anyways.
1: They're, all, they're only suggestions. We just suggest.
0: Yeah. Um, this, this is a one from Lisa. She just started it. Uh, she, she's going to start us off this week. And uh, she was actually, she tuned into the, to the Speak Network uh, shows. And she was really interested in the desktop app. Um, she tried to download it a few times. Uh, is there any, do you know of anyone or any step-by-step instructions for those of us who are not familiar? Uh, Github-ish? Is there a, is there any resources or anywhere we can point people that might not be that savvy when it comes to GitHub? Because again, GitHub is created for people that have uh, very high IQs. People like me, uh, I can't even turn on my computer sometimes. So GitHub is just a mess. Uh, is there any? Do you know of any? Spot? No, I
1: think I think that's where they're housing it. Um, depending on what what you what operating system you're running off of is. Depends on what uh, what uh, file you download. They have, I forget, DWG. No, they wouldn't have DWG, but EXE and some other ones. And uh, there's a few ver- versions, obviously, if you're on Linux or, or iOS. So you just have to, I think Windows is pretty much an EXE and there should be an EXE file. But then once you download it, you just run it on your PC or your laptop and it just does everything. So uh, I found it to be rather uh, easy to install once you got the right file. Um, you know, other than that, I don't know if there's a version on threespeak.tv and if it is, that might lead you to um, GitHub anyway. So I, I really don't know uh, anywhere else they're housing the, fo- the fo- file.
0: Yeah, it's, it should be just a downloadable or executable file uh that's on github uh i mean i am running obviously in a mac os uh, a little bit trickier because we don't have exes we have these disk images that we have to download and it's a little bit more confusing but it should be if you're in a pc environment lisa it should be just a exe file and then just run it and you should be good to go Now oh, remember this is all pre-launch beta type stuff, right? Like, I mean, once, once it's all set, they'll have links directly, I'm sure within the website, that'll take people directly to it. Uh,
1: I would think, I, I don't know. Um, you know, it, it's just, uh, I've often thought about the, the whole premise is to be censorship resistant and to not allow your stuff to get taken down. And by, posting the code, the downloadable code on a centralized server, that kind of defeats the purpose. Uh, I mean, this should be something that the code should be everywhere and that you can email back and forth to each other and that type of thing. Um, you know, I don't know how big a file it is. Uh, I never, I didn't look at the file size. So it might be too big to email because I think there's usually about a, a 25 megabyte limit on email servers. But, right. you know, we need to develop ways to keep pushing this around and, and to, to get people to be able to download it. So it's not just on one or two centralized locations.
0: Right. For sure. There you go, Lisa, hope that helps um, and let us know how it goes once you get it downloaded uh, and uh, give us your feedback. Next up, we've got uh, multiple questions here from Chris. Uh, first one, uh, we'll, we'll go through each of them right here. The first one says, as a community, what can we do to help increase the value of Hive? That's an interesting one. Uh, we,
1: we gonna take them one at a time?
0: Okay. Yeah, 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 I'll take them one at a time, yeah.
1: Well, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a million things you can do. Uh, it's, you know, the, I, I think the answer to that question is, if you owned a business, what would you do to increase the value of that business? And if you own an online business, what would you do to increase the value of that online business? So what we've been dealing with a lot lately in, in on Leo Finance and Leo Market Talk is we're really focusing attention on SEO trying to get organic traffic through, you know, making our articles and our posts more uh, web search friendly and try to find those terms where we're doing pretty good and try to do a lot better. So we can maybe start to send some organic traffic to to leofinance.io. There's other people obviously who are involved in the Twitter army and they're on uh, Twitter trying to spread the word around and and get people interested there um i think you know the starting point is focus on your content put up better content instead of people writing these you know what they call shit posts make sure you're writing quality stuff that people would be interested to read and learn from Mm -hmm. and make yourself a a brand on hive um you know, obviously talking to your friends and family about it is, is a wonderful thing to do. But many of us have done that till we're blue in the face anyway. So uh, I don't know if that's really a, a helping point. Obviously, if you're a developer, you can always start to move into the arena of working on the test net and helping test stuff out and stepping in where, you know, other applications are having issues but we're going to presume this question is coming from the non-developer mm-hmm. uh, point of view. So, I mean, it, it just goes down to the basics of uh, grassroots. I mean, you and I have talked about it a couple of times guerrilla marketing, getting the word out there, talking about it on Facebook, maybe making a, a video on YouTube to try to attract traffic, not necessarily to to support YouTube. But you put it on YouTube because that's where the people are and you get a link to Leo Finance or CTP or Splinterlands or whatever you're talking about that maybe could ultimately drive some traffic. Get onto forums uh, Mm -hmm. if they still have them around gaming forums and talk about Splinterlands. We're starting to see enough of an offering where we can go to these different places. And uh, I think that's really where it comes down to. Uh, You know, if you see an article on Leo Finance or CTP or even High Blog or Peak D, and you know somebody would have an interest in that, email it to them, text it to them, get the link out there going. Uh, Let other people, you know, that's bringing one other person to click through if you send it to a a friend who's going to look at it and read that article about, you know, finance or photography or whatever. And, you know, every little bit helps. I mean, this is just... Uh, people want us to 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 jump ahead by miles. Unfortunately, a lot of times you get your miles inches at a time, yeah. and that's what we're we're having to do. It's one link. It's one tweet answered. It's one other tweet out there. It's another post on Facebook. It's a it's another podcast going up on Spotify. You know that that's just keep keep it building, and you know just look at this as digging a hole. And we're, we're all digging the same hole. And so, you know, the more we shovel out and, and throw the dirt behind us, the bigger the, the, the dirt out of the hole gets. Well, it's taken, I mean, some of us are there with a spoon. Yeah. And so it's going to take a hell of a lot of spoonfuls to get something to be any size, but we can get there. It's just gonna take time, effort, consistency, all the same shit you and I talk about and, and all the same stuff you talk about on CTP for building your any other type of online business. It doesn't matter if you're an affiliate marketing, you gotta go out and get links out there every day and start to create content and you know drive people to your site. How do you do it? Do you do it just one day and then be done for six months? I mean, if you hit a major home run on one link, maybe you'd be able to do that, but that's going to be very, 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 very rare. You know, for the rest of us, it's get out there day by day, consistently doing the the the, the legwork. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know sure. what well, you have to add to that. Well, the only thing I would add is uh, being a product of your product. Um, I think that there's nothing wrong with obviously we're using you know Periscope right now, but we're also on VIM so. We're, we're, we're not limiting ourselves just to blockchain applications, but we're using blockchain applications. Uh, we're on Vim. Uh, sometimes we record these and they go up on three speed. Um, you know, when I'm using, I'm not writing the blogs on WordPress. I'm actually u- using PeakD or I'm using Leo Finance. I'm using CDP Talk. Or I'm using, Pro- using Proof of Brain. I'm using the applications, um, you know, the mobile app. I'm using Ecency. So <clears throat> being a product of your product, I think, really helps too. Uh, that helps build the traffic. It builds the user base. It shows, you know, things like Google and you know the Alexa rankings that there's there's actual traction there, real traffic and real people using this stuff. So I think that ha- helps uh, bring more awareness. And then just like Pat said, just you got to show up and put in the work. I mean, can, can can I add another thing? For sure. Don't shit on your coffee
1: table. That's another <laughs> important thing because yeah. you know. If you look at Facebook, only a certain amount of people are able to go out and do interviews and talk about Facebook and the same thing with Twitter same thing with any company their image is very finely tuned on hive we have a different situation where anybody can post. And so when you have people on Hive who are sitting there talking about what assholes the whales are, how this is a scam, <clears> how it's shit, how nobody pays any attention to me and writes all this bad stuff, then all of a sudden you're going to get people who come through and read that. And what do you think they're going to do? Right. They're going to leave. Yeah. And so people say, well, Task, you're over the top because you make this, thing, this sound like the greatest thing since sliced bread. That's how you get fucking attention is when things sound like the greatest thing since sliced bread. And it's like, it's a party. And what the hell are you doing over there? You should be over here. And it's like, what am I missing? This thing's going to be great. Again, imagine if I sat there 25 years ago and talked to you, John, about this wonderful thing that is going to be truly amazing. It's over the top. This thing is going to change the world. Well, what is it? It's called Amazon. And dude, man, I've looked at this thing every which way to Sunday, and i it may not be next week, it may not be next year, it might not be for another 25 years. But I'll tell you what, John, by 2020, this sucker's going to be something. Yeah. Do you think if I had told you that 25 years ago, and you'd followed that suggestion, in 2020, you'd be very happy? Of oh. course you would. Yeah. And... That's, I'm not saying we're going to be the next Amazon, but that's the way we have to approach it, that what is wrong with you? Why aren't you getting involved in this? Don't you see the potential? Don't that's you right. see how this is going to go? And people are not going to gravitate towards that if we have a bunch of people sitting there saying, oh, those greedy whales won't upvote me. Well, go to a damn tribe where there aren't greedy whales who will upvote you. There's, they're all over the place now. Really. There was another one released this week, for weeks' really? sake. Yeah, Scent uh, deals with economics. Wow. So uh, there was another token and another tribe uh, that went live this week, you mm-hmm. know, and that just keeps expanding. And if you're not a writer, comment. And if you don't want to do that, go play the games, go to Splinterlands. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you invest in Splinterlands. I mean, there is so much being offered. It's like, if you can't find something that really Put you in an opportunity to make a phenomenal amount of money over time, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. And gaming, writing, making videos, commenting, it all it all adds up.
0: Yeah. Great stuff. So yeah, that, that sorry I went off nice. on the tangent. No, you know? man, no, it's, it's great, it's, it's needed, man. It's good, uh, really, really good. Um, so Chris got another one here. He says, uh, which is more lucrative, mining crypto or producing content on the blockchain for rewards? You're uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh,
1: uh, well, I uh, mining crypto. I, 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 does he mean like mining
0: a of, of proof I'm, of work? Yeah, I'm assuming proof of work. Yeah. Uh,
1: I would say the answer is both because you, you set up your miner and you let it run, and it that's passive income. I mean, it costs you electricity and whatnot, but mm-hmm. once you have the equipment, you let it run you're spending your time writing content. So I, I don't look at that as a, a, an either or. I mean, one seems more passive. I mean, right. I'm, I know there's things you have to do, but my understanding, I'm not a miner, but my understanding is mining is a cost. You, you you put in dollars, you buy the equipment or you put in whatever your currency is. You buy the equipment, uh, you get the equipment programmed, you put electricity in it you let it run and hopefully you are in crypto posting content on blockchain requires you to spend the time writing and you can do that while the miner's running next to you right right. um so i i don't know Uh, that's my interpretation of the question
0: well also like when it comes to mining on something like a proof of stake a delegated proof of stake chain like like hive for example that's technically mining Like you're, when you're creating content and you're curating content, that's technically mining, right? And then you can set it up where it is passive because your curation can be passive. You know, there's things that you can do, Uh, but I agree. I mean, I, I, that's how I actually got my start in crypto. Uh, I was mining Litecoin and Bitcoin years ago. And, you know, there's other fees involved. It's not just electricity. Sometimes you gotta pay the, you know, the pools, you know, the mining pools that you're in, you gotta pay a fee there. Um, so there's fees everywhere, but once it gets going, you know, if you've got the right equipment you've got the right mining pool and your electricity is cheap, it's there, you know? Um, but I don't know. I mean, that's, that's the great debate, you know, Is proof of work or is it proof of stake, which, which, which is the more powerful chain. Um, I, I agree with you. I'd say if you can do both. You know? Well,
1: I, I think we can extend this out and, and we've talked about it. I think it's an underlying theme throughout most of our shows people need to take advantage of as many opportunities as they can. So we've talked about index fund. We've talked about utopis. You know, we talk about cub, you know, we talk about all these different things for a reason because yes, you and I do active content creation. We do active commenting. We do active engagement. We do, we spend our time doing this stuff, but we also have a host of things where, Regardless of how we've acquired those tokens, we've maybe swapped other tokens out. We have a host of things that are working passively for us. And so, you know, the index funds or or hedge or or whatever you want to look at, there's dozens of them out there by now. Uh, and then with yield farming and stuff, as long as you stay away from the damn rug pulls, yeah. I mean, you just get a consistent return coming in and tokens just keep showing up in your, your wallets and you just say, okay, well, I got more tokens today than I did this time 24 hours ago, because yeah. more showed up.
0: Yeah. Yep. And a uh, big shout out to Cub Finance for a little bit of a little moonshot we're having right now on Cub. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff, Cal. Appreciate you, man. Um, Chris got more yeah, questions. Yeah, just just start your damn AMA on time. Yeah. <laughs> Consistency. Consistency. Yes. Um, this is a uh, the third question he's got. He said, is it possible to market hive to the general public, or can it be a bit too complicated for the average internet user?
1: I think market, I mean, we've discussed this at length too. I think market of five is asinine. I think, yeah. you know, if you're going to make any headway, market CTP and online business building, market Leo Finance, market Splinterlands, market Rabona, market Exode. Um, you know, the only reason I can see really to market Hive to is to market it to developers because mm-hmm. then you're marketing, you um, you know the the technical side of things i think to users you know and, and we've we've used the uh, aws netflix i mean users don't care where netflix is housed and whether right. it's on aws or azure or with microsoft or whoever people just want to go to netflix and watch a film or a show right. and i think it's the same way where i think by always talking about marketing hive we're removing the idea that should be talked about that these applications, these projects need to brand themselves. Leo Finance needs to brand itself. Splinterlands needs to brand itself. You know, uh, anything else that's being done needs to brand itself. And you know, by saying, Well, let, let's let's market hive, that's not branding what people use, because people are gonna use Rabona, they're not gonna use Hive, they're gonna use Splinterlands, they're not gonna use Hive. Yes, they will be using Hive, but they're using that on the back end. And it's like you and I had discussed why we were so excited about Project Blank, is because that's something you market. Come use this short form content, it's Twitter alternative, it cannot be censored. It cannot have your account closed down. Where it's tied to, no. But most people aren't going to give a crap because right. they're not going to understand it anyway. Um, cryptocurrency is confusing enough. Then social media, blockchain, cryptocurrency is even more confusing, in my opinion. Yeah. And what that, and I'll just add one other thing: developers still need to work on ease of use. So that's, you know, until that comes we have that limitation and anybody who watched Tuesday's show, Dan talked about the idea of getting people, you know, both through light wallets and through the ability to sign up through other social media or other accounts that they're familiar with. And then you, you slowly push them into the hive thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. Um, No one cares how the TV turns on. They just want to click a button and the TV turns on. Yeah. um so marketing hive as the the sexy thing it's not going to be sexy that's like saying oh check out the circuits in my cell phone you know look at the beautiful sure there's there's people that will geek out about that stuff i geek out about some of the techs on computers and and you know tech specs on computers and cell phones the whole nine but the general person wants to press a button and little gremlins inside the machine go bleep like that's that's what they want they don't care about how it works. you just want it to work, and I think that's where the apps can come in—the Leo finances, the Splinterlands, CTPs, et cetera, et cetera. That's where this really hits home, is because the, this is the stuff that needs to be marketed, and you see it. I mean, you see Leo does a good job of it, obviously with their AMAs. They they do it with with their with their roadmaps, uh, always being out there on Twitter, et cetera. You see Splinterlands doing it consistently too. The apps are doing doing their thing, so I think that will help more awareness
1: well and, and it's like you use twitter do you do you know if you twitter uses rack space do you even care of course no. not yeah. you're you you do not care you want to go to twitter.com and do your thing
0: yeah that's a good point uh and finally chris thanks for the questions man these were these are pretty good this is the fourth he, he, he's con- he's consistent with that isn't he oh he yeah man. It's like chris, three or four okay chris knocking that out of the park man okay um thank you chris we appreciate you this is a good one. This is uh, recently Coinbase started to offer Dogecoin. <laughs> so you see where this is going. <laughs> is, is there anything we can do to help Hive become viable on similar platforms like Coinbase, for example? Well, I mean, personally, I think Coinbase is a, is a big party. And if you aren't in that party, there's no hope in hell. Uh, it's definitely not market demand. It's uh, because the, the coins that get added to Coinbase are just so out there. Um it's just they seem to be all on Ethereum and there's some type of DeFi thing, and that's about it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Hive gets DeFi, like I mean, you know, smart contracts and stuff, maybe, but I don't see it getting added to Coinbase anytime soon. We are on finance, we are on Bittrex, you know. Um Reg- can you get on?
1: Can you get on Binance? Half the world is being banned, including China. I mean, Binance is Binance CC yeah. is not on a good roll right now.
0: No, no, he's he's having he's having a rough time. Four years though, you know, four years of uh, his anniversary for Binance. But um, getting ease of use, I think, will help. Uh, I remember when Hive first uh, forked from Steam. There was there was uh, I forget the name. Maybe you can remember, but there was this this. It was an American company. That was letting people buy Hive with their debit cards and stuff. Do You remember that one? Sequoia, no, I don't remember sequoia, sequoia, sequoia. Remember that one? Mm. S, uh, yeah. They, they were based out of Milwaukee, I think, or something, or Green Bay. They were in Green Bay. They were in Wisconsin. I know that. Um, but they were they were a, 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 you know basically use your debit card and you can buy Hive directly. I don't know mm. what happened with that, but. Um, Getting out of the Coinbase would be great, but I'm not holding my breath.
1: Well, he, here's a couple points with that and, and, and thoughts off the top of my head. First off, Block Trades has already announced that, and this was in a comment, so it wasn't a post, so don't go looking for the post, but mm-hmm. Block Trades announced that by the end of the year, they will be accepting the euro. So I guess they met the regulations or signed up for the regulations or whatever they have to do to be able to accept euros. So that will be a fiat on-ramp that, you know, will help to at least the Europeans to, to get involved.
0: Nice.
1: Um, The second thought that I have is going back to Tuesday's show. The, the whole essence of Tuesday's show, a lot of what Dan talked about, which is what he commonly talks about, is the future of Hive. And we're running under the radar right now. And everybody wants Hive on the front page. Everybody wants Hive on the top 10. Everybody wants Hive to move. Everybody wants to do stuff to put Hive on the radar. H- Hive's not ready for private time. We still have, we still have not settled the, the decentralized smart contract capability you know, we're, we're still looking at different projects being built out. Uh, we still have interoperability problems among the stuff that we do have. Again, that's being addressed and being looked at. And, you know, Hive is basically doing all this development below the surface. And I think it's a good thing because while it's frustrating, if you're only looking at it as a token holder, as the token price, I want this to moon to make me rich. You're not looking at this from the long-term growth potential. The long-term growth potential is, and and John, you'll appreciate this, Marketing 101. I mean, what is worse than an online business, an online website that hits it in terms of driving traffic, yet their servers can't help, handle it? Dude. You get the 404 message, it's down. You lose all that that traffic because they never come back again. Yeah. It's a waste. Yeah. Everything you did was just wasted. And it's a similar thing here. Without the infrastructure in place to do what we need to do, it's a waste. Because even if we, I mean, we've seen it in the past, look at how many uh, accounts there are. And I know there's a lot of dupes and trips and Quads and all that stuff. But look at the number of accounts. You know, there's been well over 100,000, maybe 200,000 people to blow through over the last five years. But where are they? It it wasn't ready for that. And so when you start to say, well, why don't we get on Coinbase? And first off, a lot of these exchanges you have to pay to get on, So Mm -hmm. it's bring 125, 150,000 to the table. I don't know if Coinbase is that way, but that's how a lot of them operate. The other thing is, I'd much rather work on the interoperability and wait for that to all of these decentralized platforms.
0: That's what So yeah.
1: when you're seeing a Leo bridge start to expand out and start to get onto Ethereum and BSC and then getting into um, uh, Tron, or not tron what what rune what's Rune? thor chain, thor chain. chain yeah. and paragon and all of this other stuff that they're doing that will start to give okay maybe it's not hive in there but it's a very easy it's it's just w- one degree over because it's very easy to go from leo to hive right
0: yeah
1: i mean that's not a very difficult transition and maybe hive will be in there so I think the future is in DEX. It's not really in these centralized exchanges. These centralized exchanges are going to be for the bigger entities and for our fiat. And the more we're dealing in crypto, the less we're dealing in fiat. So yeah, while it'd be great if if Hive, if there was announcement that we're gonna be, you know, we're Coinbase and we're gonna support Hive, and Hive will be on here, it, it'd be great. It would pump the token, but I don't think it really means much and the we're taking a different approach. We're going to build where we're, Dan Dan framed it well. We're like the Renegades. We're we're we're, we're a community of just outlaws. And we're just going to build our shit to the point where you can't ignore you can't ignore us anymore and you're going to have to put us our damn token on your exchange because you'd be foolish not to. And it might take us a couple of years to get there. I mean, Hive is only 15 months old. Keep that in mind, people. Yes, we have the legacy of four years, but not much is done. We're only 15 months into this and look at the change in 15 months. Project that out another 30 months and think of where we'll be.
0: So I, I'm totally on board with you on that. I mean, I think, I think you know, DEXs are, are definitely, they've got a big, big future. And I think that's kind of the future of finance. If you believe in DeFi, you believe in, decentralized finance, decentralized token, all this stuff. Completely agree. The problem comes back though. This is why something, this is why, and you know how much I love talking about PayPal. This is why PayPal became the number one payment processor online. Because you know what? Grandma Jean and Uncle Joe could do, 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 press send. And their money was sent. That's why something like Coinbase is so attractive. Because it's literally do, 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 send. It's very very easy. So if is and any of you guys own a stuff, Leo Finance, all you guys that are running Cub Finance and, and Sushi Swap and whatever swaps or Swappa, Swapa whatever, um, make it easy. And I know it's that's uh, you know easier said than done because there's you got to get you know you met link it to MetaMask with Trust Wallet and there's all these things you got to do and, and jump through hoops to do it. The easier you make this for the everyday person, I think that's what will really help decentralized exchanges kind of ramp it up. Uh, easier said than done, of course, but hopefully um, that's something that they, the developers focus on going forward.
1: So. Ease, ease of use. I mean, the internet was not readily used in the early days because it was not easy,
0: yeah.
1: especially before a web browser.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. And dial up was a, you know what i <laughs> yep i mean it's yep great stuff um okay <clears throat> that was <laughs> that was that was chris's questions pretty good man um got a couple more questions here i'll, I'll go with jay fang first here who said uh i said so i read a post earlier today don't know which one but it mentioned that recurring payments in high venture is kind of unlikely mainly because there are no fees and how can you convince them to do so I really don't use it, but you have definitely said how important it is for entrepreneurs. Uh, Have you heard that that the 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 recurring stuff on Hive Engine isn't happening, or can't happen, or unlikely? Have you heard that?
1: No, that that was a post put out by Silverstacker, and that was his. uh, He was surmising that, you know, unless Hive Engine can charge fees, they're not going to do it. you know, that's his opinion of Hive Engine and Hive Engine has, you know, certainly stressed the cost of developing and developing cost money. So um, maybe it's a, a good, good, uh, good. I mean, maybe it's an accurate forecast. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Uh, I don't see any. And I don't know. I, I'm not a developer, as I said, but I don't see any technical reason why they couldn't do something similar. But I think at the end of the day, it's not going to matter because Hive has it. Uh, Dan mentioned the other day what they're looking at doing with, in terms of bringing pure plays over mm-hmm. because it's all graphing. It's all basically BitShares code that just has to be amended a little. So what they're going to end up bringing doing, they're going to end up bringing over effectively NFT, or SMTs. No. If they're accepted at the the base level, and you know if it's on, if it's on there and it's not a hard convergence, I don't th- see why Block Trades would say, okay, why don't we just grab this code, amend it a little, and put it in, in you know hard fork twenty seven or whatever, um, and there there it's done. I mean Block Trades has never said he's against SMTs. Mm-hmm. He said, I just failed to see why we really need it and you know ultimately and we are getting a competitive potentially a competitive situation going where maybe what block trades brings out in the next couple months has that built into it who knows i mean it's um but i i don't i haven't seen the roadmap of hive engine and i mean if i if it was a big thing hive engine might include it but then again, do you need it at the Hive engine level? Because if you're going to set up, if, if I, if you set up a recurring uh, payment uh, uh, feature on your website, John, you can just easily use Hive as CTP. So, I mean, at the end of the day, do you really care if, if I can set up and I can pay each month and set up, you know, 12 months worth of payments, uh, In Hive or HBD, you'll take that. If you want to convert it to CTP, you will later. Mm -hmm. And I I guess I understand the the point of it'd be good in the communities. I, you know, I don't, I don't have Hive Engine's roadmap, but as long as there's a way to do it and it's within the ecosystem, again, it's not that that's a one, one degree over. It's not that hard to get from Hive or HBD to you know, Leo or CTP or w- whatever somebody wants. Yeah. And, and odds are, if you're making, if, you, if, you, if you're running a business, you're going to have to pay people in some way, shape or form. So paying them in your native token, I mean, Cal's probably not paying a lot of people in Leo. You're probably not going to pay a lot of people in CTP. Now, you're probably not even paying too many people in Hive, but maybe if you have some developers tied tie around Hive, they'll take Hive. But odds are you're going to have to convert your Hive to BTC or, or Ethereum or Litecoin or something that they want anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it just, it seems like, you know, that goes back to the exchange question and, you know, Hive, the more ways you can convert Hive to BTC or Litecoin the more valuable it is because we can send it without transaction costs.
0: Exactly. Yeah, man. Perfect. Uh, I am, I am, or I am, I am, I, I it's Farhad. I, I got to, I, is it, I am like, I think it's internet marketing. It might not be, or he's just saying I am Farhad, but it's Farhad. CTP member, longtime CTP member. Uh, he's got a question here about the, hard fork and the voting and this is a good one here it says since hard Fork 25 the hive upvote logic has been changed i'm still not clear on when the votes get 100 percent back of the curator share and when the penalization or reduction happens and then there is a curve concept over a certain amount it would be nice if the upvotes concept is explained with a real-time example uh so i'm guessing uh see this is this is interesting because this is what happened with the last rewards curve. This is where it got super confusing. So you had to hit it at a certain time. You had to go before a whale upvoted it. um, And that determined how much, uh, you know, you would get in curation. And you had to get it within the four and a half to five minute range for maximum curation. Anytime before that, you didn't get any curation. all of that's gone now. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need to worry about that. That's what's beautiful. Now, you know, that hive is a 50, 50, so it's 50% curator, 50% author. When you are voting something um, I'm pretty sure it's as long as it's after five minutes. Right. I think there's, there's, still I think that...
1: the five minutes gone. I think it's oh, from really? one second to 24 hours. Oh, okay. It declines okay. after 24 hours, but the, the, the five minute window has gone. And, and, and it's within 24 hours
0: yep so you have basically you have 24 hours to vote so if your vote is say worth 10 cents um you're voting it you're getting five cents five cents back no matter when you upvote, no matter who votes before you or after you as long as it's in that 24 hour time window that's a lot simpler than trying to explain to someone well there's this thing called the rewards curve we have, and you've got to, you know, get it at this time. But oh wait, you can't vote too soon, and you can't vote too long because you know what? The, the, all the whales got it on the auto votes, and they're going to get in there at four point seven five minutes. And it's just, it was so like, I, like I get why why it was on paper, but sometimes people, it's like <laughs> Chris Rock famously said this in a comedy bit. Okay. I love this. This is my favorite quote. He said, you can drive your car with your feet. It doesn't make it a good idea. Same thing with this rewards curve and all the technical, you could do all this stuff. I understand why you do, it doesn't really, keep it simple. doesn't, it does, just don't overcomplicate things for people. And I think this is what the hard fork did now. It uncomplicated curation, which is big.
1: Yeah now I don't know if the dust let threshold still in place I believe it is mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not 100% sure I haven't seen any anything that says that was taken away and so you need 0. 0.02 on an on a post to pay out before to, you need to get to at least that level anything below 0. 0.02 doesn't pay out
0: mm-hmm.
1: So if if you have 0.01 uh, upvote and you upvote a comment nobody's getting paid anything if you have 0. 0.025 and you upvote a comment you will get 1.0125 1. and the uh the uh author will get 0. 0.0125 mm. there you because go. it's it's over to 0.02 but yeah th- th- this 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 was meant to stimulate more manual curation because the advantage of setting the voting bot at like you said 4.75 minutes um is gone
0: yep yep hope that answers the question for it uh thank you for that and finally got ricardo and i know his name is ricardo now because eliana actually corrected me i kept calling him rice strella uh and that's not his name his name is ricardo so thank you eliana for for that uh, he's got a bunch. We'll, we'll, we'll hammer through these. Um, the big one is uh, he wants to know, like, is it safe to say that HBD has become a stable coin? Are we there yet, do you think? Uh, is Obviously, it's getting there, but what, what would you say? Stable-ish.
1: I don't know. I, I think that's just one. the The proof is going to be in time. I don't know. I think you can call it and say it's stable relatively um, based upon the last week and a half. Um, but does that mean it's going to hold for the next three months or three years? I, I can't answer that. I, I think certain pieces are in place that is moving us closer. I'm a lot more optimistic about it. I think there's much bigger eyes than me watching this Mm. and i think that people realize or are realizing the value of it and i think a lot of people are doing their part because i i think uh i know i've been taking my hbd and put it in savings and and just locking it up and and utilizing that feature and kind of diversifying my we we talk about the passive income okay seven percent isn't great but You know, in the fixed income world, 7% is pretty phenomenal with falling interest rates. Mm -hmm. So I get the 7% there. Um, Because the market's down, it's been fluctuating between 0.95 and 0.98, 0.99, somewhere in there. So that's not the worst range in the world. I think right now this go around, if we're between 0.95 and 1.05, and we can stay in that window, I think we'll be okay because... Then there may be a few other things that they can do tweaking the system to get it a little more fine tuned. But we're in the ballpark before we weren't in the ballpark. And, um, you know, will I call it a stable coin at this point? No, I would not say that. I think we're stable-ish. I think we're moving in the right direction. I don't know what else needs to be done. I think we need a lot more uh, arbitrator, uh, arbitrage. We need more people. And the more people you have, the better your, your your token will peg because the second you get down to 0.98, if a whole bunch of people see a profit potential of, well, be more than 2%, you know, 2 divided by 0.98, what's that? 2.2% or whatever works out to 2.1%. If they can turn a quick 2.1%, they're going to do it because then they'll go in with big money. Uh, and I think that's what you need. So we don't have that. We have a little bit of fluctuation, but so far we've seen that we're staying in the range. Um, I think we're getting there. I hope, I hope there's a lot more conversation about this.
0: That's actually going to bring something up. because so I'll just ask someone like, you know, people that are looking at this, um, like it's kind of going back to what Chris's question was like, how can I add value to Hive? What is the value? How does it help? to put your HBD into savings instead of just cashing it out? Maybe give people some reason how they can help hive right there and the, the stabilization and of HBD.
1: Well, I, I, obviously, if, if you are taking your HBD right now with the price under a and, dollar, and if you're selling it right now, you're adding more sell pressure. So that's gonna be downward pressure, which is gonna, in theory, push it further away from the peg. If you're going in there right now and you see it under a dollar and you say, you know what, I'm gonna go buy it and I'm gonna swap my hive out and buy HBD, you're putting buy pressure on and you're pushing it up. And so what that does is by putting it in savings right now, you're taking it off the market uh, you are resisting the the adding to the cell pressure. But more importantly, with the interest rate, here's the best thing you can do is if you have HBD on the exchanges, pull it off the exchange,
0: put it on bring
1: it back on chain, and then put it in savings. And that'll help reduce a little bit that's out there floating on the exchanges. Um, you know, and again, this is where we're taking spoonfuls of dirt and trying to, throw them on a pile. And, you know, every time I move some to savings, you move some to savings, Sean, anybody else listening is helping it a little bit. And, you know, we're on the downside. Now there may be the opposite. If we start to go to the upside where maybe we move it out of savings and we say, you know what, this thing's pushing 1.2, we need to get some sell, sell pressure on it. And so we go and we take our, our HVD and we start dumping it to push it down. Um, you know, the inches, inch, inch at a time, inch at a time.
0: Yeah. Great stuff. Thank you for that question, sir. And uh, we got some more here. And I'm not too sure um, how knowledgeable you are on this. I know I'm kind of like, mm, you know, I don't know. Uh, it's mem coin stuff. stuff. You excited? No No clue. Okay. We'll have
1: to say uh, outside our realm of expertise.
0: That, that's actually what he asked. He says, are mem coins here to stay? Is it a trend because of Doge or do we take do we need to take these coins uh, more seriously? And it's interesting because you just did that post, didn't you? Uh, was there on? Yeah oh, well, oh, well the call?
1: answer from from that perspective, mm-hmm. <laughs> listen, Memes, memes, not memes, <laughs> meme, me and me put together as Mimi. Me, Mimi, me. Uh me memes. Listen, memes are a product of the digital world. Right. So so that's the first thing we have to understand is memes are a product of the digital world. The digital world's not going away. And memes are a very powerful way to convey information and to right. convey ideas. And cryptocurrency tokenization allows us to tokenize anything and everything, including ideas, including memes, including uh, what we're trying to convey. So in that regard, there's validity to all of this. On top of that, what we saw with Dogecoin, and I think this is the article, what I was pointing out in the article, one of the biggest things that Dogecoin exemplifies is the network effect. And people poo-poo Doge, oh, it's this, it's that, it's the other thing. And those may all be what they're saying accurate about right. Doge. What overrides it is, Doge has the network effect. It has a lot of people who believe in it. Okay, maybe speculators, so that is not like having 10,000 people dedicated to Hive. But There is a network effect and Facebook, uh, Google, Amazon, they become trillion and and in some cases, multi-trillion dollar companies because of the network effect. Is it gonna be something where someday everybody (laughs) wakes up and says, this is stupid. Why do we put money to this? Why do we value this? Maybe. Or it could be the exact opposite where 10 years down the road, we get the same question. You and I are sitting there saying, we don't understand it. We don't know if it's going to be here to stay or not. It's been around 10 years. It may be around five more. We don't know. We're too dumb to know this. You know, it could be something that just takes off and keeps going. And with Doge, the other point I made is maybe they develop use cases because something that starts as a joke that gets a network effect could have very applicable use cases. I mean, Tesla could take that as a payment. And if Tesla takes it as a payment, I mean, that's viable. Um, So, I mean, it's, you know, I'm not putting any money into it to answer that question. I don't enter into that arena or or swim in those waters. Maybe other people feel more comfortable doing it. Uh, Are they here to stay? I'm not gonna say they're not. I can't say they will. I just, I don't have enough knowledge
0: about them. Yeah. I, I, think, I think what it comes down to is, is is value is determined by the market and markets are irrational and people are the ones behind the markets and we're all insane. And um, if someone says something, this is why like I always get into this talk with family and friends about you know crypto in general and, you know, why do you think Bitcoin is never gonna to go to zero? Because there's someone who thinks that Bitcoin's always gonna be worth a buck, simple. It's like, it'll never go to zero because there's always gonna be an irrational person, not saying that Bitcoin is not worth what it's worth, but I'm saying there's always gonna be someone in a market that says, I think this is value. You know, I mean, look at look at the NFTs. I mean, I, I got, I got a, a card in Splinterlands, it's worth 800 bucks. I didn't pay eight hundred for it, but it's worth eight hundred bucks now. I had another car that was worth two thousand bucks. I didn't pay two thousand. The market's saying that's what it's worth. I can't determine what it's worth. It's what the market says. So if you go in that way, and this is why I think, it, you know, we're, we're wrapping it up now, and I think this is this is a really good aha moment. Why me and Task always bang on this? Price is irrelevant. If you're in this, worried about the price of something, you're going to go crazy. You're going to lose your mind because it's. Done by the market. The price is, is 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 always determined by the market. And if you're sitting there going, "Oh, I wish, wish, Hive was fifteen bucks," yeah. So do I. I would like a yacht. Please sign me up. But I'm not going to like cry because it's it's not because the market's determining the value. If people say Hive is worth thirty cents, damn it, it's worth thirty cents, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with thirty cents. I'm okay at three bucks. So, are mem meme Mimi coins here to stay? If the market says they are, that's what I would say.
1: Yeah, I I can't disagree with that. It's you, you know it, it's like these people who talk about fiat. No, fiat's going away. The U.S. dollar's going away. No, no, it's because <laughs> they, there's like five hundred million people who use U.S. dollars, so they're not going away. They the U.S. dollar has the greatest network effect in the world. Um, it's not going away anytime soon. Now, Bitcoin, like you said, is it going to go to zero? No, because <laughs> long before it got to zero, there would be a shitload of people who jumped into Bitcoin and scoffed it all up. Yep. It, you know, with, now that might be a 500 bucks, but it's somewhere.
0: Yep, Absolutely. Um wow great session man and thank you guys for the questions uh big shout out to uh ricardo Jay, fang farhad uh lisa and uh chris chris are our, our question king uh appreciate you guys man so we do these each and every friday um where your guys your questions are always answered we do our best to answer them so keep those questions coming throughout the week uh and um stay tuned uh we'll be back on tuesday for another episode um, that's Taskmaster. I'm John. Uh, I'm actually taking off. I'm driving west. I started all the way east uh, two weeks ago. I was as far east as you can get in this country. I'm about to go as far west as you can go in this country. So I got a nice twelve-hour drive ahead of me today, uh, and uh, that should be fun. I'm Canada is not a small
1: fires. country.
0: Canada is not a small country, man. It is. <laughs> it is. It's ridiculous. It's like. Not like
1: you're in Cuba or Haiti or something. No, no, not like, oh,
0: I'll take four (laughs) hours to get across the whole country. No, I I go four hours, I'm in the same province, you know? Like, it's it's insane. Anyways, Um, you guys have a great weekend. Task, you have a good weekend, man. And um, thank you guys for listening to the Cryptomaniacs. Be sure to subscribe uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. And uh, drop us a line anytime. We're always on the blockchain in the social medias. And on Mimi coins, something. Maybe we get a meme. If you coin. have
1: something that'll educate us, educate us on meme coins, drop it to us. We'll read it.
0: Two bald guys. Two bald that's guys. A, that's a Mimi coin. There you go. <laughs> Later, guys. Have a good one. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Cryptomaniacs podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week.